back to the Access Code Podcast, hosted by yours truly, the fly pot himself, Cody. On this week's episode, I'm going to do a 2022 bold predictions of what's going to happen this year. I'm going to be doing an album review for Russ and also Nas, and as always, the Two for Tuesday segment. Let's do it. Chevy like I'm playing for the Orioles Black and white bitch, yeah, that's my little Oreo The Stone Mountain Folktale, this is how the story go I used to see my pastor preaching in the Georgios Then I thought about myself speaking in my sporty clothes Talking about real life shit like the Maury Show Notebook full of pictures, that's my portfolio Huh yeah, every time I quote a flow, I'm talking to your spirit. Fuck around and catch the Holy Ghost. The rap Frederick Douglass, I'm my own publicist. Just wrote a book trying to find someone to publish it. Black Panther, speaking out in public. Who never cut a brick bubble, did a double. No feelings for a woman, I'm the wrong one to cuddle with. Only show love to the peoples that I struggle with. I'm doing well, but my flows is the sickest. Plus, my name rang bells like it's my name Christmas. rang bells. Shout it ass around the ATL. My name rang bells. From right street to the care county jail. My name rang bells. Call me Prince I High or Sedell. My name rang bells. That's what I'm trying to do for this year, y'all. I need my name to ring bells. That's what I'm trying to do. Um, I missed you guys. I really did. I'm happy to be back recording for you guys. And um, let's get this year started off right. Uh, first things first, happy one year anniversary to me in actually recording podcast. Um, the show's official one year anniversary won't be until uh, March. But until then, um, for just doing this for a year, it's been very special to me and to do it, um, I enjoy doing it and for you guys to rock with me. Um, no matter how many of you guys are listening to this episode right now, um, I'm definitely happy to be recorded and I'm definitely happy that a lot of you guys have rocked with me. Uh, for any of y'all that listened, shared, uh, promoted, um, everything in between, thank you guys. But yeah, let's get this off right. Uh, first things first, this year has definitely been different. Um, I was planning on being back last week. But before I get to why I'm now just coming back for you guys, 
because um, I was going to take some time regardless. I just needed to, you know, get back in the right headspace. I'm definitely trying to figure out what I'm going to do for you guys this year. Um, even though I've got some plans so far, and I'm still trying to figure it all out, I'm very excited for this year. And I'm actually going to be doing the predictions, not just for my show, but for just in general, for 2022. We're going to get to that in a second. Um, but I will say I'm happy that I did one thing. I finally went back to a hip-hop show. I haven't been to a hip-hop show in, well, at least here in Oklahoma City for Oklahoma City artists. I have not done that in forever. And I, I mentioned on my last episode that I recorded for you guys um, that I was going to see Courtney Lachelle in concert and, you know, on stage. I have not got to done that. Now, I definitely crossed that off the bucket list. I, you know, was able to go, go into uh, Pony Boy which is next to Tower Theater, which, if I'm not mistaken, may be owned by Tower Theaters. They used to be, if I'm not mistaken, um, this bar called Savings and Loans, which was very unique. I remember uh, me and Charisma went to uh, go celebrate um, with my cousin Shannon and her friend Neka uh, for her birthday. This was back in 2016 or 2017. I want to say 2016 because uh, that's when the same day the Tupac movie had came out. So, uh, we definitely had enjoyed that, but uh, but I went back this time for hip-hop show. I went upstairs, and this was the show for uh, Nia Monet's birthday, and so I was finally got to, you know, see everybody. It was an all-white party, and just to see the thing. I even looked at this venue like, man, I wish I would have known this was a, a possibility for a venue than when I was doing shows back in the day. And who knows, if, if, this, show, if this show, as in the podcast, really gets more success, successful, I would like to actually do like an access code show and have some people that I've definitely interviewed perform and everything like that. But, you know, who knows? We'll see. Uh, but at the same time, the show was just dope, dope ambiance. I was trying to text that to my wife, and I was like, I don't even know how to spell ambiance. Probably to this day, I don't. But I'm just going to keep it all the way above. But it was good to see that Courtney was performing some of, some covers, some of our songs. It was just great listening to that. Um, Nia's performance was dope. And I love the live band. I love, I love not only seeing a live band, I love seeing a black band. That it was just wonderful because... You know, it just laid back, good music and everything like that. Great vibes. Enjoyed that concert. Uh, definitely happy. And thank you for everyone for having me out. Uh, just, you know, you guys do a great show. Uh, can't wait to get you guys back on the podcast or on the podcast. You know, I'll let you guys figure it out from there. Um, so that was great. Now, shortly after, about the very next week, a few days later, your boy caught COVID. It finally got me. I was undefeated from 2020, 2021, and it got me. I I got COVID. Omarion got me. Omarion got me. He couldn't even get Khloe Kardashian, but he got me. Touch, that happened. I was devastated. I, I didn't even go to work for a while. As I'm recording this, I think I'm back to work now, but uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that definitely happened, and I'm not happy about that. But, you know, and not even that, uh, you know, I'm not even going to really get into it, but let's just say I, I'm i not the only one that I knew at the time that had caught it. So, yeah, it, it, it happened to me. So that's some bullshit. But, uh, yeah, that's what happened. Now, outside of that, you know, trying to get back into recording and everything and to give you guys a good show, 
And so what I want to do is I actually have predictions for 2022. The reason why I say I have predictions is because, let me be honest with you, you guys, is really, like, you guys got to understand. I wanted to see if whatever I say beforehand does do it justice. As in, I've done this in conversations, but I've never really done it on a podcast where I could really just be like, all right, let me see what happens. So I'm going to see. Because we're not going to really know until very, the very next year, in 2023, if I'm right about some stuff, if I'm wrong about some stuff, and I'll do the very same thing in 2023. So these are my predictions for 2022. You guys ready? All right. Let's start off with some music stuff, because you know me. I love music, and a lot of the predominant stuff I'm going to do on this show will be about music. So for 2022, I predict that Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, and Megan Thee Stallion, not all together, but separately, will all release a project. I think it's long overdue, especially for Cardi. Cardi released a dope project uh, back in 2018 with Evasion of Privacy. For some odd reason, she hasn't been back in the booth in album mode. Um, I know she's had a baby since then, and she's came out with some great singles. You know, and I know sometimes a sophomore album may be the slump, but at the same time, we got to know if it's going to be a slump until she does it. So her sophomore album will come out this year. Of Nicki Minaj... I see, I see how I really get back in the studio. It could be an EP, but I can see how I really doing it. And then Megan, you know, she's definitely had the su- success from, you know, winning the Grammys and all that. Even for something for the hotties was, to me, one of her top projects. I actually like that better than um, Good News, I want to say, was the album called, whatever her, her actual official album. Um, but I really enjoyed that project, but I think they're all going to release something. And I don't actually don't have this on my notes, but I'm just going to throw this out now. Beyonce is going to release something. I think we're going to get a release from her. Not a single, but a project from her as well. Um, I predict that Travis Scott will release Utopia, but it won't be as good as his previous three albums. For some odd reason, I don't know if it's just because of everything that went on with the Astroworld Festival. I just, I, I'm not saying that this album is going to be bad. I don't think it's just going to be as good as Rodeo or Astroworld. Even uh, Birds in the Trap sing McKnight. I think this one is going to be good he might go four for four, but it'd be like he won at the buzzer type of thing. But we'll see. Um, I predict that Royce Five Nine will release a project, but this one will be will be better than his last one, The Allegory. And I realized he came out with something in 2016, 2018, 2020. So if we're going by the two years, it's 2022. I think he's coming out with a project. But I think this one will be even better than The Allegory. And The Allegory, to me, one of his best projects. Now... Versus was real popping, you know, back in 2020. You know, we had a really good year for 2021, especially with like Jada Kiss and everything like that with, you know, the locks and all that. So I think we're going to get another legend. And I think Nas will be in a versus this year. I just see it happening. I, I see him really doing it. And the thing about it is Nas can, you know, do some songs from any part of his catalog. I do see Nas in a versus battle. I would like to see him against Jay, just just for you know, just for fun. But you know, Jay already said that no one can really compete with him, and I'm going to be completely honest. From a guy that is a big Jay Z fan, I agree 100 with that. Um, knowing last week this would have been a show I would have done, I definitely would have talked about that. But that's just whatever. Now, Drink Champs, one of my favorite podcasts, they definitely had a big year last year, especially with Kanye West being one of their guests. Well, I predict in 2022. They will have a bigger guest than Ye. I don't know who. I think they're going to have one that's going to really break the internet. You know. Now, to just some stuff about the world. 
I predicted 2022, Joe Biden's going to be impeached. I think it's happening. I just see it happening. I see him being impeached. I just have a feeling about it. You know, um, and that, that's just how I see it. Yeah. And then also movie theaters won't be as relevant as towards the end of the year. I think it's just because, you know, with us going through the pandemic, movie business, you know, in the theater wise has gone down. And then with a lot of the stuff that's going on, like HBO Max or other, these other streaming sites directly after this move, these movies are being released. I see movie theaters won't be as relevant towards the end of the year, really early 2023. But I just it, it, to the point where we, we now won't even have movie theaters no more. So I'm just saying that. Now, let me get into some sports. Now, you know me. I'm a big Miami Hurricanes fan, y'all. With the hire of Mario Cristobal, a former Miami Hurricanes, won a couple of championships with us. He's back home. He's done a big lot, a lot of big recruiting and everything. And you know me. I don't see it. And I know I'm going in with high expectations, but I don't give a fuck. This is my show. I'm going to tell you right now, Miami's going to win more than 10 games this year in football. Yes. I see it happening. Now, I don't know what that's going to entail. Could it be an ACC championship? Would it be the top of the Coastal? Would it be a possible playoff? Would it be just even in New York Six Bowl? I see Miami winning 10-plus games this season. I'm going to come back. I cannot wait until I'm right about that. Uh, with everything that's going on since League and Riley has left the University of Oklahoma, and they just now had gotten – uh, Mario Williams. As I'm recording this, they haven't confirmed Caleb Williams, but I feel like it's going to happen soon. But that's not the prediction. My bold prediction will be that USC will have a better year than OU. I, I see that happening. I, just with everything that's going on, you're going to find out that it wasn't necessarily Lincoln fault. It was just the university. So, yeah, I got USC being better than OU. And then, uh, you know, I'm a big wrestling fan, so I'm going to say this. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks, which... Uh, Real quick, rest in peace to her dad who had just passed away this past Friday. I know they didn't really have a big relationship, but still, nonetheless, you know. And that's Snoop Dogg's uncle that, that had passed. So, um, you know, and right now she's out where the injury, you know, six to eight weeks. Uh, I got injured at a live event, but she will be back in time for WrestleMania, which means this is going to finally happen. She's going to finally win a match at WrestleMania. It's, it's, it's finally going to happen. She needs to. It, it needs to happen. So, for the last part of this, y'all. I got to talk about my show. I got to have bold predictions for my own podcast because I see big things happening this year. I think this is going to be my year um, doing this. And so for Access Code, I predict that, and actually let me say this real quick. Last year when I made a whole list of people who I would love to have on my show and just sending out the invites and let's just see what happens. And it's one of those, if it didn't happen, it's cool. It's beginning stages. We'll see, you know, whatever. And my guest that I had that was on my list of people that I just absolutely couldn't wait to interview if I had to was Chisel Adonis. That was in uh, August. And I'm still like overwhelmed. Like, I can't believe I've really got that to happen. And I listened to the episode a few times just because I'm like proud of myself. Like, I went and did that. Well, that was one person. But I predicted 2022, I'm going to have three or more people who I have on my list. Like, on my list that I don't even know these people. But... I predict that three or more people that on my list that I've added on for this year will be on my podcast. Three or more. And I will reveal those people as I go. The next one, I feel like I will, I don't know if it's going to happen though, but I predict that I'm going to have a sponsorship offer. Like a real one. Not the people that send me DMs and they only have like six followers. Like, I'm pretty sure. 
for some reason, this show is going to get to another level. And I don't know how, I don't know when, but I will predict the sponsorship will offer me something. Now, if I don't take it, I will never tell you guys. The only way you'll know is if for the 23, 2023 bowl prediction show for next year. But we'll see what happens. And then the last but not least, I predict I will be a guest on someone's podcast this year. I feel like one way or another, somebody's going to offer me a guest spot uh, just for you know an, uh, an episode or whatever. And, um, and it'll be a podcast I probably will listen to. Or if I haven't, I'll definitely give it a shot just to listen to it, just to kind of get a feel of it, just to see what you know what I'm looking forward to. But I predict that I will be on someone's podcast this year. So those are my pro predictions for 2022. Big year happening. I just... You know, you got to manifest it right now. And, you know, and I also uh, need the help with you guys. Um, you know, I like to say that everything at the end of the show, you'll hear it again. But at the same time, uh, we're just going to see what happens. So, yeah, uh, big year for everyone, not only just me, but everyone that's listening to this and even the people that aren't listening to this episode as it came out along the way. So we're going to see what happens for everything. But, yeah, let's uh, let's get into um, one of my favorite things I like to do on the podcast. And that's a uh, review some albums. So everyone that listens to my podcast should know I'm a big music lover, especially hip hop. And at the end of 2021, on the very last episode that you guys listened to, I t- you know talked about my top ten hip hop albums. I at least named them all, um, and I you know put the list on my you know my Instagram. So if you guys want to you know see them, if you didn't listen to the last episode, you just can search on my you know Instagram of my top projects and everything like that. Now, when I do these lists, I do it based on like, you know, I had enough time to listen to these projects, especially throughout the year. You know, I think the summertime around the fall time is the best time to release an album because you had enough time to listen to it, you know, and it's fun. And, you know, you get into it and everything like that. Well, here's the issue. After when I do these lists, some other albums decide just to, I don't know, decide to just be great. And I've already made my list and I don't feel like going back and taking out two albums that I've listened to since, I don't know, fucking july and then all of a sudden these albums that come out in december want to go ahead and hey this is gonna be a great project you should listen so two projects i am going to review first things first i gotta start with russ now russ he he's letting you guys know he's more than just a singer he can definitely rap his ass off last year in 2020 or 2020 i should say i have to realize it's 2022 now but anyway in 2020, my man released an EP called Chomp. Now, in Chomp, the first one was real dope. He had features from Benny the Butcher, Absol, Black Dog, even had, you know, production from Primo, Alchemist, Knife Wonder. You know, it was, you know, five tracks, real good project. Even did a video as in, like, um, with Absol, like, a, with Big Ticker, you know, like a Rap City type shit. It was real cool. And I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I was like, you know what? I like this because he even released the project, the Enter the Snow Globe or whatever it was called. You know, whatever he had Bia on it, he had Benny on it too, and everything. About to go on tour. Of course, the pandemic stopped everything from happening. Well, here's the situation. I didn't think he was gonna come out with an album, Chomp Two, which was a lot better. And then on top of that, he decided to release the track listing and the production of those tracks the day before the album dropped. This was on December 8th, and I'm mad because this is a project he should have just released, like, in the summertime, because I definitely would have had this in my top, you know, 10, 2021. But, like I said, this is going to be in 2022. So, this project, Chomp 2, he applied the pressure. He said that Chomp was basically, I'm just, I'm just 
chump, you know, I'm giving you that energy. I'm chomping on beats and everything. But then when I do this, I got to bring the heavy spinners. And I felt like he did this because he wants to also showcase his best rapping skills. The only way you're going to know that, you're going to want to listen to the guest features. Very smart move on that. Now, album this time had features from Ransom, West Side Gun, Conway. So, you know, Benny was on Chomp 1, and West Side Gun and Conway was on Chomp 2. So you got the Griselda team on there. Jada Kids, Big Crit, you know, my one of my favorites. You know, Styles P, uh, Ghostface Killer. He really had, you know, the, the heavy spitters on this one. Even had production from Knife One, The Alchemist, Primo. So he had them again, but also added Hit Boy. Harry Frost, that is selected, Hot Tech, Bink, and you know, I heard Bink in 2021, Jake One as well, Boy Wonder, and he even produced some songs himself, because, you know, my man is pretty versatile, like, Russ is like, look, I'm here in this game, y'all gonna give me my flowers, alright, so, so first things first, he had the point to prove, and also, even with the features I just named, he wanted uh, Raekwon, just Rickhorn's on tour, couldn't get that. He wanted Royce, couldn't get that as well. But if, hey, now at this point, Russ, if you ever listen to this, you're gonna have to do a chomp three. So this is yearly now. You just you can't just do two and just stop. All right. But uh, first things first, the the song uh, she really nice record, really set the tone to the project. I like he was doing it by himself and everything, and it came out there and just like all right, cool. But when he came out with Blue Chips, first feature with Ransom loved it ransom you know and he's admitted this on the breakfast club only like two people really got him on all the tracks and that was ransom and that was big Crit. i could see why he said that you know what i'm saying really good to have ransom on the project i'm happy he did that and everything right now now nothing new now with that was with the game one thing i could say about this this was probably the best game i've heard in a while not anything disrespect i mean i know he just came out with the record with you know kanye west and him boy which was cool to you know that he got kanye west and him boy to even get back in the same place again that was cool i just i, I just think that this was one of his best verses but we gotta stop with the the dr dre references like you know i'm just saying game you know i'm no i'm not the only one that thinks that uh but he said he got rest on the song I can see why he said that, you know, hey, that's an opinion. Uh, one of my favorite songs on the album, Salute, produced by Ninth Wonder, one of the best beats on the album and everything like that. Now, when Complex Magazine came up with the top verses of 2021, they highlighted one verse from this whole project, and remind you, we had heavy hitters on this album, but West Side Gun's verse on this particular record on Salute was one of the top uh, verses of 2021, according to Complex and everything. Everybody spit great, even Styles P. Not like even like he's bad, but my man always delivers, you know. So everybody delivered on the on that one. Uh, Faith, no lie, this is the song that's featuring Jada Kiss. Now, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I think Russ got Kiss on the song. I think he got him. It was just his verse was real smooth. Just you know, just went out there and just you know did what he had to do. You know, Kiss did his thing, but. I think if I had to say between the two, I think that uh, I think Russ got him. Uh, free. This is the record with uh, Snoop Dogg and with Big Crit. And I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I think it should have just been Big Crit and uh, and Russ on this song. I think that Snoop Dogg 
to me personally, should have been on the track with Mozzie. Because that was very West Coast on that one. So that's just me. That's just my opinion. But very good song. Top of the world. I love any feature from Jay Electronica. I feel like I feel like he, he just does it so effortless, effortlessly. You know, he just he just does his thing. He's very great at what he does. I'm happy that we was able to get that track. Um, so the Note to Self track, which was produced by Hitboy, one of my favorite producers, and I'm gonna get to him a little bit on. I'm not gonna lie, it wasn't my favorite posse cut. That was with uh, Joy Badass, Wale, Big Sean. It was cool. Just you know, with with uh, you know, with four rappers on that one, I think I think we could have got a little better on that. But hey, it was all good. Now, distance. This was my favorite song on the album for real. And it's no surprise because with Conway the Machine and Ghostface Killer, even Russ singing the hook. And I love the fact that Russ still was able to be him. He, he, like, this is majority like a rapping project, you know, the lyrical miracles type on this project. But at the same time, he still gave you, you know, he did the hooks on some of these songs. And it was so good for him to do that. I'm happy that he was able to still do that because it shows you he can do it all. And we still got to give him credit where credit is due. Um, but that was produced by uh, Alchemist. I mean, one more can I say? I love Alchemist. That's one of my favorite producers, Al. And um, and like I mentioned for the song with Mozzie that's called Enjoy the View, that's the song I felt like could have had um, Snoop on it. You know, get the West Coast legend on that one. I, I mean, I'm saying if he comes out with Chomp 3, I'm very curious how it's going to come out because to be honest with you, he, he can't just stop. You're going to have to keep going on that one. Even ended out the album with Golden. Really good song to end out the project. Russ, if no one gives you your flowers, which I'm sure a lot of people are, and I'm going to be the one of those people I'm going to give you your flowers because you did your thing. So um, continue on doing your music and everything like that. I definitely, I, I don't, I feel like you came to Oklahoma City and I didn't go to the show. If you had released this project before you came to Oklahoma City, I definitely would have bought a ticket and been in the front row because dope project. But with, with up-and-coming rappers that we really have in the game right now, we got to talk about the legends. Now, here's the situation. I'm mad because in 2021, Nas and Hit Boy gave us King's Disease 2. It was better than King's Disease 1, which won a Grammy. And I predicted that King's Disease 2 was going to be nominated for a Grammy, which I was right. And then the Grammys was like, you know what? We just going to go ahead and hold off the awards. You know, everything going on, I completely understand. But at the same time, it's like, all right, cool, whatever. So on December 23rd, Nas decided to make an announcement and say he's going to come out with a project called Magic. And I'm mad because I've already had my list out. And... Normally what people do this is going to wind up being better than the project they released previously. And this one, no exceptions, probably one of my favorite Nas projects for real, for real in a long time. Uh, not, and here's the thing. Kings of Seas 2 was definitely top five in 2021 for real, for real. But Magic was just, this was so good. This project was so good. This was 96 95, 94 Nas, like, you know, I went to hell for snuffing Jesus Nas meets the 2022 version of Nas, and especially with him. Like, I, I feel like now when Nas comes out with a project, he can't, he can't be with no other producer. 
it, the only way it could be a handle situation, he's just gonna have to like do a, a joint track, which I'm gonna get to in a second. Alright. So now from the the two previous uh, projects with Hip Boy, I did like the opening tracks and everything like that. You know, uh from the song King's Disease, which was the side of title song of the that album, and then also with Depression. But Speechless, definitely the best intro I've heard from them two already. I they even had it where like Nas was listening to the beat and they had the camera and they recorded it and they put it on Instagram and the look on his face like oh shit we, we got something like he was just ready to record and so definitely one of my favorite intros from those two now meet Joe Black um, I know it had a little controversy because Nicholas Craven and Ransom already had recorded a same uh, song with a similar title now not too much of a big deal but I can say both things both tracks were definitely dope really enjoyed that uh, and the beat hard, like for real, for real. Now, at the end of that song, he he played a clip, and I think it may have been Soldier Boy, but if I'm wrong about that, my apologies. But he was talking about how hip hop is dead. You know, back when he came out with the album, which I want to say was 2006. Um, you know, hip hop is dead, which he's since confirmed that was more directed towards New York rap because if you really think about it, you know, the South was winning at that time. Even though that New York to me had better rappers, it was just for the music standpoint, the South was getting them. So he started off, you know, with the song Ugly, you know, he discussed everything he needed to. And, um, but he already announced on Ugly that KD3 is coming out. So they fourth project together, which, like I said, Nas, if you're listening, I'm just going to be honest with you. you you're just going to have to record the rest of your work with it until you retire with Hip Boy, album wise, I'll say. Now, 40 to 16 building, I really, really was like, this. This is this is definitely old Nas. Not like he missed a step. He just he just one of the goats. He's one of the best out, you know, and everything like that. Wolf for the Children. That is my favorite song and the best song of the project. I'm just gonna say that, but that's definitely my favorite. He revealed that he was gonna be on the Gimme the Loop remix with Biggie. Y'all, you know how when Biggie had did the original project for Ready to Die? and like one more chance was on there but then the one more chance that was on the video and the cameos from all the r&b ladies and all that type of stuff how it would stay with me one more chance i felt like if he would have done you know Nas, i should say it would have did the give me the loop remix there was no point of ever listening to give me the loop the original because i mean come on uh Nas and big in the same studio recording that that would have been crazy but woo for the children you know definitely a good project if anything they should definitely do a remix with some people from Wu-Tang. I, I gotta hear another, you know, Raekwon and Ghostface Killer and, and, and Nas on the same track again. Wave Guys. This is the song featuring ASAP Rocky. And I can honestly tell you from every year I've listened to ASAP Rocky. This is probably my favorite ASAP Rocky verse. I'm just keep it all the way of being with you guys because he definitely did his thing. And I'm happy they was able to get uh, Primo. And, uh, you know, Primo and Nas, they, they work. Like the early... 90s, you know, late 90s, I should say, with Primo, and then with this year with Hit Boy, it's cool that they added both elements to that for everything like that. I did like The Truth. It was a good song. And you know, to be honest with you, there's really no skips. There's no skips on this project. It's nine songs. If you guys listen to uh, Illmatic, it was 10 tracks, but nine songs. This is the closest thing we're going to get to that. Like, I, I, not like, oh man, this is like another version of like Illmatic. It was basically just like, he can do it in any era. He's been in so many decades of rap, and, and it's, it's very special. Like I said, we got to cherish these guys while we still have them, for real. 
Hit Boy. I know everybody on Twitter was like, man, you know, can you imagine if Hit Boy was, you know, producing these songs back in like 96 and like Hit Boy was like, I was like six. I know he was born in like 87 or whatever, but still, I'm telling you guys, I definitely enjoy the project. Thank you, Nas. Thank you, Hit Boy, for giving us great projects. And to Nas and Russ, if y'all just were to release these projects in the middle of the year, you would have already had been in my top 10 list. But nonetheless, you guys are going to be on my 2022 list. I can already tell both projects. So eight other projects is going to have to be just as good. That's all I'm saying. But, uh, you know, let's go ahead and uh, stay in the music theme and let's get to my favorite part of the show, Two for Tuesdays. That nigga said this proves that surf is a real square. All that gangbanging shit is WWE. Yeah, word. So is these motherfucking bullets. So is these bullets and these charges, right? Only little weird niggas think what you listen to. Why I will pull up on you playing Gerald Levert and spray your block down. You better ask my mama about me. Got nothing to do with what you listening to, boy. I pull up playing Share My World, nigga, and wet that block up, boy. You better ask about me. Pull up playing Share My World. Boy, if you stay, I'll always make sure that you look to see a brother. Kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it. Kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it.
Yo, surf crazy, yo. <laughs> I um towards the end of um while I was on break or whatever. Oh, right, I can't really say on break. This was like shortly right after Christmas. I actually saw that live. Someone posted it on Twitter when uh, Sue Surf was talking about how it don't matter what you listening to. You know, it, you know, you don't have to be like the. You could be gangsta and still listen to like any type of music. It don't matter what you're listening to. Cause he was doing like a panic panic at a disco song and then he also did Jay Janae Aiko and all that. And it made me think, you know what? It's so true. It don't matter how gangsta you can be, you can listen to whatever you want want to listen to. Like music is subjective. And for somebody to say that he ain't gangsta for that, and for him to talk about I will come to your block and play Share My World and wet that block up. Yeah, I'm not messing with no dude that is about to be doing that. But that was a funny little video, so I said, fuck it. I got to play that. But um, but also, uh, by the time you guys are listening to this, yesterday, my favorite movie of all time, which actually, and I have to make a correction because I listened to my last episode, the very last one that I released before this one, of course. And I said that the Christmas story, a Christmas story, I should say, was my favorite movie. I made a mistake. I was trying to say my favorite Christmas movie. I had to specify it was my favorite Christmas movie. But my favorite movie of all time was released 30 years ago yesterday. And that is Juice. Now, looking at the Juice soundtrack, I already played an R&B track, which was, you know, Mary J. Blige. I'm now about to play... Don't Be Afraid by Aaron Hall. Only because of the fact that he did say some questionable things in that song, looking back at it later. So, I'm going to go ahead and play Doe and Damani by Conway the Machine because he did have a little bit of the song, or a little bit of the part, I should say, from Bishop. So, Doe and Damani, produced by Alchemist and Derringer. <laughs> Alchemist. <laughs> Smoking this motherfucking gas, nigga. Smoking. On a PJ, nigga. Dump the ashes in a cool to tape, fuck, nigga. <laughs> Look. Uh. Bust down on my bitch, I blew 40 on it. I'm the Don, cop the Don, threw 4G on it. Shots with me, and he got 240s on him. Shooting like it's the game winner, Robert Ori on him. Dolo everywhere, wear every necklace. Draco on the seat, bitch, I'm well protected. I got they it. wonder where I'm getting money. I ain't selling records. I, I tell them I was simply playing chess instead of checkers. Uh, blue hunters in a brown paper bag. Riding through the city in my new paper tag. I take a half and make it take a bath. I made a bag. Through Bugatti's on my wrist, look like the bracelet glass. Half a brick on the table, I know it ain't gonna last. So much fish scale, the shit looking like a plate of bags. I told the bro, wear your gloves and cover your face with masks. Not for COVID 19, shit, you got H the bag. The niggas hate, but it don't make us mad. I'm sitting courtside watching the Lakers play the mask. I ain't doing no verses, homie, we can't collab. Every pole got a beam, we playing laser tag. Real shit, foreign assets, and I ain't even in my bag yet. Look, we've been getting money, but for the rap checks money, Hit the backwood twice This a gas check Never needed nothing from a bitch But her address ah. Yes Cause she wanna fuck a rich nigga 
Yo bitch wanna fuck a rich nigga That's my bitch now nigga Why should he hold on to the gun? Cause I already got it, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look, those street and made block, that's where you niggas know me from. They wanna sell my man, mama no work, I still sold her some. Might as well get it from me, she just gonna go spend a dough with son. I'm too pocket juice, why this nigga got a hold of gun? I'm the new got it. Pull up black and blue boo got it. I leveled up my bitch. I paid for that new body. Got her titties dead in my city. I really did it big. Silly kids, he really spared about the shit he really did. And shit he really lived. I don't think they really understand how ill he is. I'm really Jay Z, nigga. I'm really big. I see they listen. I personally get offended. Cause every single verse is a verse of the year contender. Guess it's cause I only rap about the work I put in the blender. And I never do they interviews, so that's why I purposely don't get mentioned. But they know I'm certainly rapping circles around these ninjas. You don't know me, where you know me from? My little man gon' catch the body free, that nigga owe me one. Don't make us run down on you, don't shot. That's a hole in one. I'm too fucking juice. Why that nigga got a hold of gun? Got it, mother. Y'all, for real. If you've never seen Juice, I don't know why you. Actually, the podcast about over. After this, go find it. I'm sure it's on some streaming network, YouTube. You probably got to pay like $9.99 or something like that or whatever. Oh, man. Back at it again. Y'all, it feels so good to go ahead and record another episode of the podcast. I'm looking for big things for 2022. Hope you guys uh, really enjoy my predictions and the album reviews I did for Nas and Russ and everything like that. Uh, we got some things in the work, so uh, let's be patient and everything, and we're going to go ahead and get to work. Uh, with that being said, go ahead and follow your boy on social media, which is at Access Code Pod. That's going to be Twitter and Instagram. And also, you know where to listen to the show 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, um, Podbean, Stitcher. I think I named them all. Now, when it comes down to reviews, go ahead and give your boy a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And when it comes down to rating, also give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. They have a rating system now. I can use the help and everything like that. I hope you guys are enjoying the year you have so far. I'm um, just glad to be back in my bag and give you guys some more material and everything like that. Um, So, with that being said, you know what I got to say because, hey, regardless of the time period, new year and everything like that, I love you guys. I truly do. Thank you once again for listening to my show. Fly pod! Yeah. I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs>